Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Turn to make its final pitch to get the new FBI headquarters. We'll get a live update from WTOP's John Doman at 415. A jury finds the former Laurel police chief guilty of setting fires and attempting to kill those inside. I'm Megan Cloherty. Zero. That's the proposed tax bill for Maryland retirees under legislation in Annapolis. I'm Kate Ryan. Four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Biden has unveiled his budget plan. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has a story. The president's budget includes a number of ideas that failed to advance when Democrats controlled both houses of Congress, including hundreds of billions of dollars for child and elder care and universal preschool. To pay for it all, Mr. Biden would raise the corporate tax rate, impose a new wealth tax on America's richest families, and increase rates on married couples earning over 450000 a year. The budget allows the president to contrast his plans with Republicans. They want to cut tax for the wealthy and large corporations. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy calls the Biden budget completely unserious. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is proposing her own reforms to big-budget federal programs. I'm Steve Dorsey in Washington. We need to fix it. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley told an Iowa crowd she'd support reforms to Social Security and Medicare. So the first thing you do is you change the retirement age of the young people coming up so that we can try and have some sort of system for them. Haley says those benefits should also be limited for the rich. Democrats are supporting raising taxes on the wealthy. The CEO of Norfolk Southern was on Capitol Hill today testifying about that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Alan Shaw apologized, saying he is deeply sorry. We've been cooperating fully with the NTSB's investigation. The CEO said so far there is no indication that those on board the train did anything wrong. The preliminary report found that the Norfolk Southern crew was operating the train below the speed limit and in an approved manner. But he said it's clear the safety mechanisms in place were not enough. He promised improvements. I'm going to make sure they've got the right training and the right technology. That's CBS's Steve Futterman with that report. Well wishes pouring in as Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell recovers at a Washington, D.C. hospital. CBS's Nicole D'Antonio. A spokesperson for the Kentucky Republicans says he tripped at a local hotel during a private dinner. He has been admitted to the hospital where he is receiving treatment. The 81-year-old Republican leader suffered a concussion. A massive Russian missile barrage rained down on sections of Ukraine last night. CBS's MTS Tayeb is in the Ukrainian city of Dnipro. The far west of the country, Lviv, which has largely been spared the kind of devastation we've seen in the east of the country. You see homes reduced to rubble. You see people having lost their lives lying in their beds. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson with the agency's top priority. NASA is laser focused on Mars. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 403 on Thursday afternoon, March 9th, 54 degrees, a really comfortable day, down to the upper 30s later.
Good afternoon. I'm Nick Einelli. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top story this hour on WTOP, your investments. Wall Street spiraled today, especially at the end of the trading day. Let's get some closing numbers and some context live with WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh. Sean, tomorrow could be a telling day for interest rates and what the Fed does next. Tomorrow morning is the big February jobs report, a strong one. They'll likely push the Federal Reserve for a larger rate hike than markets were previously expecting. That sent Treasury yields sharply higher today, and in the final hour of trading, stocks dove. The Dow finished today down 542 points. The S&P 500 index down 73, both more than 1.5% losses. The Nasdaq finished today down 238 points. That was 2%. Sean, Nick? Thank you, Jeff. It's 4.04. We start with a local battle now over where the next FBI headquarters is going to be built. Virginia leaders made their final pitch to make Springfield the ultimate site there. Springfield is in the running along with Greenbelt and Landover in Maryland. During Maryland's pitch yesterday, state officials said the Virginia building would cost at least a billion dollars more. Virginia Democratic Senator Mark Warner denied that claim when he spoke with us earlier on WTOP. The Maryland delegation is throwing around accusations that factually are not true. This site is the only site that is actually owned by the government, um, so it will be much cheaper. Matter of fact, the existing tenant has been in the process of moving that location. It's not a good location for them for 10 years. We'll talk more about Virginia's presentation today with WTOP's John Doman live at 4.15. 4.05, now the latest on a man charged with second-degree murder accused of shooting and killing a 13-year-old boy in Northeast D.C. During a court hearing today, a judge agreed to release Jason Lewis from jail while he waits to return to court in June. Lewis's attorney successfully argued the D.C. government employee is not an immediate danger to the community. Lewis turned himself over to police back in January after the shooting that left 13-year-old Karan Blake dead. Police say Lewis fired at Blake after seeing him break into cars in his neighborhood. Two children are in the hospital after a fire at an apartment building in southeast D.C. They are six and nine years old. One has critical injuries and the other is seriously injured. The fire broke out around 1 o'clock this afternoon at Randall Place and 6th Streets in southeast It happened on the first floor of a three-story apartment building. D.C. Fire and EMS says the fire is under control. It's 4.06. David Crawford, former police chief in Laurel, now found guilty of intentionally setting fires. In some cases, investigators say this was done in occupied homes. 71-year-old David Crawford could face life in prison for setting four fires in Howard County. In some of those fires, eight people were inside. In court records show, after a week-long trial, a jury found Crawford guilty of all eight counts of attempted murder as well. Crawford's defense attorney says he maintains his innocence and plans to appeal, noting that prosecutors did not need to prove a motive for the dozens of fires, which span from 2011 to 2020. During the trial, fire investigators from six Maryland counties, including Montgomery and Prince George's, testified against the former Laurel Police Chief as he has pending charges for setting fires there as well. Last week, Crawford was convicted of first-degree arson in Frederick County. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The Maryland Senate has passed a bill that would give the state attorney general independent authority to bring criminal charges against police officers when people die in their custody. This bill ensures that both the investigations and the prosecutions of officer-involved deaths and incidents that are likely to cause death are independent. 
That's state Democratic Senator Will Smith. He was one of the bill's main supporters. He says it'll help end potential conflicts of interest between local prosecutors and police, but opponents say it is an overreach of state authority. The bill now heads to the State House of Delegates. There have been efforts to ease the tax burden on Maryland retirees in recent years, but a new proposal would go even further by cutting that tax bill to zero. Marylanders should not have to consider leaving the state when they retire because of the taxes on their incomes. That's the thinking behind a bill from Republican Maryland State Senator Steve Hershey. His bill would phase out taxes on retiree incomes by 2028. The bill Hershey is proposing would take effect in July and would be phased in gradually. Now, there is a price tag. According to the state comptroller's analysis, state and local revenue losses would total $3 billion by fiscal year 2029. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why do Virginia leaders say Springfield is the best spot for the new FBI headquarters? We'll hear what they had to say one day after Maryland leaders made their final pitch for the headquarters. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Weather on the 8s. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. And in Virginia, if you're going toward the Occoquan southbound on I-95, it's going to be slow in the main lanes from Fairfax County Parkway toward the 123 exit. Express lane slow from Route 1 toward the Prince William Parkway Express exit, where the crash is now lined on the left shoulder. Both express lanes are open, but it's still slow because of rubbernecking. And on Route 123 southbound, you're slow from the Lorton Workhouse across the Occoquan. A crash near Commerce Street is above the town of Occoquan, and that is slowing the pace on Route 123. On the south side of the Beltway Interloop, the pace improving out of Springfield toward Braddock Road. Crash back on the right shoulder. Outer loop slow out of Alexandria and in stretches Oxon Hill past Andrews. The crash beyond Branch Avenue was on the shoulder, if not clear. In the uh, Clinton area, a crash on Piscataway Road west of Old Branch Avenue near the post office and the water tower. Route 50 between Bowie and the Bay Bridge, no issues on 50 toward the shore, but between the beltways, still slow on 95 northbound into Columbia after 32. Road work wrapping up on the right. Lots of traffic and slow traffic on the BW Parkway, especially north and southbound through Laurel. On the north half of the Beltway, it's going to be all volume, but it's certainly slow today. And a lot of drivers are sitting in some congestion northbound on 270 through Gaithersburg, Germantown, and Clarksburg as well. Looking for a safe-used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. And we've got the forecast with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. For your Thursday evening, expect temperatures in the 40s and 50s. Now overnight, skies become cloudy with lows in the 30s. For tomorrow, much colder by about 10 degrees with rain at times throughout the day. Even the chance for some wet snow during the morning hours, mainly north and west of Washington. But this is looking simply conversational with cloudy skies otherwise. We're blustery on Saturday, gusts up to 30 miles an hour. With highs near 50, we'll have wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 55 in Columbia, 55 in Chantilly. We're at 56 downtown in Penn Quarter and brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 410. We've got money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Bank stocks led the markets lower today on concerns about what tomorrow morning's February jobs report will mean a stronger than expected one, may mean a bigger than expected rate hike. 
The Dow finished the day down 543 points. The S&P 500 index down 74. Those are more than 1.5% losses. The Nasdaq down 238 points. That was a 2% loss. General Motors just announced one of the largest company-wide buyout offers. GM is offering buyout packages to the majority of its 81,000 salaried workers with lump sum payments based on tenure. It could cost GM as much as $1.5 billion. Lobster trucks are coming, lots of them. Cousins Maine Lobster Trucks will roll out six roaming lobster roll trucks in Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. eventually, starting with three this year. Cousins Maine has lobster trucks rolling around 40 cities nationwide now. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Celebrate avocado awesomeness at Whole Foods Market. Get four large Haas avocados for just four fifty with Prime through March 14th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Up ahead on WTOP, John Doman on today's pitch by Virginia for the new FBI headquarters in Springfield. It's 412. Advancements in chemotherapy and a better understanding of how to incorporate other treatments can help give cancer patients better outcomes. Dr. Irina Vaitsman, a medical oncologist and hematologist at the MedStar Georgetown Cancer Institute at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, helps patients find a personalized treatment plan based on their cancer diagnosis. Treatment has become very advanced and more personalized. That's the whole goal of the treatment for any type of cancer. Targeted chemotherapy is a treatment option that finds and destroys cancer cells before they can spread. Immunotherapy is another option that helps your immune system fight cancer. It's important for us to identify patients who would benefit from chemotherapy and now immunotherapy or targeted therapy. For more information, please visit MedStarWashington.org slash Intel. Medical Intel sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Here's Michael Mestrovich, the Chief Information Security Officer at Rubric on the CISO Handbook, Department of the Navy. Sponsored by Rubric on Federal News Network. If we can begin to identify the high-value assets, then we can focus the protection mechanisms on the high-value assets. That gives us an opportunity to provide the right amount of resources and time to the most critical assets. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search rubric. Data security is the new frontier in cybersecurity. For federal agencies, this means implementing a cloud-smart approach to data management without adding complexity. Rubric can help your agency protect your data from cyber threats by using enhanced analytics and mitigating sensitive data exposure. Rubric protects your data wherever it lives, across enterprise, cloud, and SaaS, so you can become unstoppable. At Rubric, our mission is to let you focus on yours. Rubric, R-U-B-R-I-K. Visit rubric.com federal coming up on wtop we've got college basketball conference tournament action one local team crashes out in a big way maryland plays later tonight sports in 10 minutes on wtop over 70 percent of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored impacting agency leaders ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation cloudera government solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 415. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ainelli. Thanks for being with us. 
Well, today, Virginia leaders had their turn to pitch Springfield to the federal government as what they call the best place for the new FBI headquarters. Disputes continue with Maryland over the cost and issues of equity. WTOP's John Doman has been following the Virginia presentation today, and he also did the same with the Maryland presentation yesterday as they pushed for Greenbelt or Landover for the new headquarters. And John is with us live right now. So, John, what is the strongest argument you heard from the Virginia delegation today? So what they've stressed the most really all along is the proximity to other FBI offices and other federal agencies, and that would help the FBI best accomplish its mission. Now, the Quantico aspect has been mentioned lots since the fall, but there are other FBI offices around Fairfax County. You also have the CIA and the Pentagon not very far away, lots of other agencies as well, just an alphabet soup, really. Maryland counters the NSA is not far away, and that cyber is becoming part of the FBI's mission. The NSA up in Howard County, of course, but really most intel agencies are in Northern Virginia. John, Virginia's top politicians did spend at least part of their time disputing the claim from Maryland that building in Maryland would be a billion dollars cheaper. How did that go? (laughs) So there's been a lot of dueling press releases and statements and pretty much everything short of everybody calling each other liars here uh, on that particular point. So Maryland raised that argument yesterday, and and Virginia was caught a little off guard at first, and they say that Maryland must have gotten those numbers from a 2018 study involving the relocation of a federal agency on the land now. We think it's some sort of CIA storage site or something like that. Virginia says that site is moving. No matter what happens with uh, the land in Springfield. So the money's going to be spent regardless. A Maryland senator's office then reached out to me and said, no, no, it's actually other costs beyond that, including demolition of the site and, and stuff like that. So, as we said, you did hear both sides today or Virginia today, Maryland yesterday. You've heard both sides this week. So when you think about it and you look at both presentations, what do you what do you think? Do we have any indication of where the federal government might come down on where the new headquarters is going to be? So really, it's going to come down to is the criteria that judges the the scoring on this and, you know, is is, that is used to determine this site. Will it be changed the way Maryland says it's going to be or won't it be? Because Virginia seemed to to think that whatever Maryland was saying about that yesterday uh, was really not the case. So there, there's certainly two differing opinions on that. If if the whole uh, scoring is weighted towards proximity the way it is, that strongly favors Virginia. If they do rejigger some things and, and sort of weight things differently than what we've seen since September – that would put it uh, put Maryland in a more competitive spot at that point. Uh, and then just to have a little fun, uh, Governor Westmore today challenged Glenn Young into a game of one-on-one basketball to uh, to determine. You know, whoever wins that gets the site. Moore showed, right. you know, had a video of him making some baskets at Capital One Arena. Young then showed up a video of him hitting a three-point shot and said, game on. So <laughs> they could make that really easy if they wanted to. Why not? All right, John, thanks much. That's WTOP's John Doman. Now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Efforts to overturn police and crime reforms in D.C. are not over. Two Republican congressmen are trying to make further changes. President Biden makes his opening bid for a budget, including raising taxes on the rich and efforts to reduce the deficit. And keep it here for full details in these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 418. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Dave Dildine is in the traffic center. And in Virginia, southbound on 95 Route 1 and on 123 across the Occoquan River, there are delays whichever way you choose. In the 95 Easy Pass lanes, the uh, crash near the Prince William Parkway is getting cleared off the left shoulder. Both express lanes are open, and the pace is slowly improving. For Easy Pass customers, 95 Main Line, southbound slow from Fairfax County Parkway toward 123, volume delays. Route 1, bailout delays, and on 123, crash delays, but the crash south of the Occoquan River above the town of Occoquan near Commerce Street should be getting towed out of the lane that it was blocking. On the loop of the Beltway between Springfield and Braddock Road. They had to reblock the right lane one more time. They've got the crash back on the right shoulder. Otherwise, volume delays around through uh, McLean across the Legion Bridge off the north end of the George Washington Parkway and into Montgomery County. Both loops carrying slow traffic. Outer loop in Prince George's County, a little better out of Oxon Hill. The crash beyond Branch Avenue is clear. Heavy on the inner loop from College Park into Lanham toward Route 50. On 50, eastbound from the Beltway to the Bay Bridge, coast is clear. 95 northbound after Route 32. The work zone is clear, but delays have yet to ease. Volume on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And sounds like a new incident northbound on 270 between Father Hurley Boulevard and Route 121 with the potential of slower traffic in the near term. Out of Germantown, traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. The members of the mission learn more at NavyFederal.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go to Storm Team 4. We've got Amelia Draper with us this afternoon. And, Amelia, I guess we have to enjoy this because uh, it's going to get a little funky here in the next couple of days. Yeah, it really is tomorrow, Sean. We're much colder than today by about 10 degrees. Highs in the low to mid-40s. We have rain at times throughout the day. When it's not raining, it will be cloudy and then during the morning hours, some wet snow is even possible in spots mainly north and west of Washington. It will just be conversational, but yeah, it's certainly a big change from today. Saturday then is all about the winds gusting up to 30, 35 miles an hour. And with highs near 50, we'll have wind chills mainly in the 30s throughout the day and plenty of clouds. Plenty of clouds again on Sunday with rain returning late in the day. And the chance for some wet snow mixing in once again north and west of Washington. And highs still in the 40s on Sunday. Currently, temperatures across the region right now. We're coming in at 54 in Silver Spring. Springfield coming in at 58 and Suitland at 57. And it's 53 outside of our studios. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Stay with us here on WTOP. A legendary star of Fiddler on the Roof has died. 421. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later. 
because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects your loved ones and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. We're Joseph Gawler's Sons, LLC. Find us at DignityMemorial.com. This is WTOP News. It's 423. The legendary Israeli actor who charmed generations with his fiddler on the roof character has died at 87. If I were a rich man. Chaim Topol was so known for playing Tevyeh in Fiddler on the Roof that he was fielding requests to play the role even up to a few years ago. He was in other films like For Your Eyes Only, Flash Gordon, and Galileo, but he had interests beyond film, including charity work. Topol said in a 2015 AP interview, fame and money from acting were not his goals in life. Yes, obviously it's uh, it's very nice. But to tell you that this is the most important thing, I'm not sure. I'm Margie Zaroleta. This year's Oscars won't only be shining a light on Hollywood's biggest actors, but also on a local Prince William County woman's business. I launched BoardRebel.com just a few months ago. And already, Stacey Flax's clothing company that puts a twist on traditional undershirts landed itself in this year's iconic swag bag at the Oscars. His undershirt just struck me as being really boring and plain. And I got curious. That curiosity from looking at her husband's boring undergarments led her product to being gifted to Academy Award nominees. And a couple days after I filled out the application, they got back to me and said I was selected. So um, so (laughs) that was just awesome. Shine Karen, WTOP News. It is a story of love and loss in Virginia, but it does have a happy ending. Never say never when it comes to a cute little pointy-eared dog named Starsky. He and his brother Hutch vanished from their home in Fauquier County seven years ago. This week, Starsky was brought to the Spotsylvania Animal Shelter. Since he had a microchip, he was able to be reunited with his owner. Starsky's owner had long ago feared he was gone forever. Now she's hopeful that Hutch will also be found. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 425, we've got George Wallace. All right, Nick. George Mason's A-10 tournament is over very quickly. 82-54, lost to St. Louis this afternoon. So the Patriots win one game. They lose one game in the tournament as they have been eliminated uh, earlier or this afternoon. VCU moves on with a 71-53 win over Davidson. In progress, Big Ten, Ohio State, Iowa, 64-63. Ohio State with a lead, two and a half to go in that one. Duke all over Pittsburgh, 92-58, uh, five minutes to go in the second half there. Earlier in the ACC, it was Miami with a win over Wake Forest. A Big Ten earlier today, Rutgers beat Michigan 62-50. Maryland, Minnesota tonight. Nine o'clock start. Kevin Willard, new league, new city for the Big Ten tournament. I mean, growing up in New York, I kind of need New York City. I used to walk to games. I, I don't know what it's like in the Big Ten tournament. I've come, I'm looking forward to getting to Chicago. Um, I've only heard good things about the Big Ten tournament, so I've been stuck in the 9 p.m. game a lot. So I, I think we're comfortable with the 9 p.m. game. So we kind of have. I think that's the routine for the players is more important than anything else. And they've been in the nine o'clock game quite some time this year. Minnesota is the opponent tonight, a team that uh, Maryland swept earlier this year. Virginia faces and. Uh, North Carolina this evening as well. Capitals on home ice against Detroit. 
uh, excuse me, against New Jersey. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. All right, George, thanks. Up ahead on WTOP, the latest in the local fight over a new FBI headquarters. And then it's been a long time, but could you soon see Metro trains running automatically again?